Hello, and welcome to the Surreal Deal Podcast. Alright, you've probably noticed that I don't really do the big intros for these episodes. The last couple I've just basically given you a snippet of my lack of karaoke skills. But, my inventiveness in ad-libbing the lyrics... You don't get that anywhere else, at least not for free. So, don't take it for granted, okay? Uh, But anyway, I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, human interaction. And something that's happened to me recently that I think is all too rare nowadays. Uh, Basically, I walk to work every morning. Uh, Well, I walk half the way. Um, because it takes, like, if I walk full, the full way, it takes me, like, over an hour, just under an hour and a half. Um, so, a generous work colleague has, um, had offered me to, offered to pick me up and give me a lift half of the way, at least. So, I only have to walk, like, half an hour, 40 minutes, uh, and then I get, uh, picked up, um, and driven to work. So now I'm getting to work and my legs aren't about fucking dropping off like Oscar Pistorius without the guilt. Uh, but basically what happens is like when I, when I walk, uh, the bit that I walk, I usually reach the, the pickup point about 5-10 minutes early. Uh, because well, I'd rather be early and then have to wait rather than be late and they've already fucking driven to work and then I have to walk the rest of the way and I'm late and I get in trouble. Uh, so anyway, like when, when I'm standing waiting, I stand like in front of a block of flats and it's one of those situations where the bottom flat is below ground level. So behind me there's like a railing and then there's a set of stairs going down and then the front door to that flat is there. Um, and... When I'm standing there, there's all, at the same time every morning, there's always a woman, an older woman, uh, comes out of that flat to walk her dog. And the first like couple of weeks, um, we like she would come out and walk her dog, and we wouldn't acknowledge one another, and because we didn't know each other and all that kind of thing. But then all of a sudden, just like randomly one time, she came up the stairs with her dog. And looked at me and said good morning. So I thought to myself, oh, that, that was nice of her. Uh, so obviously I said good morning back because I'm, I'm such a fucking stand-up guy, you know. Uh, not a fucking evil bone in my body. So anyway, like we, we just said good morning and then she would go across the road and she would go and walk her dog and then I would get picked up. Um, and then... For the rest of this past week, it sort of just became a thing. She would come up the stairs with her dog and she would say good morning, I would say good morning, and we would go on about the rest of her day. And then this last time, uh, this morning, I got there and she must have like, like the dog or something must have woke her up earlier than usual. Um, and she'd already started to walk her dog and she was across the road 
Um, and just by chance, I looked over just at the same time as she looked over the, the, the road at me. And rather than scream good morning at one another, we just gave each other a little wave. And it was all, it was kind of a weird moment because it was almost as if at that point we were friends. Because that's kind of the way you would you you would greet a friend like it's like well it's almost like we were looking out for each other. And I'm like oh, oh there there she is, hiya like you know what I mean. Uh, and it made me think about how rare those in, kind of interactions are these days. And I know right fucking oh my god Mark you're acting so fucking positive and and so wholesome today um well i'm not always a fucking raging cynic believe it or not like i do have uh, a few good thoughts bouncing about my fucking head uh but it, it, yeah it just got me thinking about how rare those occasions are um like when when was the last time you bumped in, you, you sort of walked past a stranger um, in a random place and what like that and actually acknowledged one another's existence rather than like, well, I don't mean in, in the sense like you said excuse me because you wanted to get by them or um, sorry because you, you almost like hit them or whatever. I mean like you've walked by them and actually said hello. Um, and or they've said hello to you. How often does that happen nowadays? It fucking hardly does. It's like people are so cautious and so afraid to acknowledge each other nowadays. And now I don't I don't know if that's got more to do with the uh, advancement of uh, technology in terms of uh, social media messaging apps and all that kind of thing whether it's just easier to message people and like photos and comment on stuff rather than have to look someone in the eye and say good morning i don't know what's difficult about that really um but for some reason we've grown to prefer just the distant interactions where like there's there's less fear of judgment or whatever i guess um but I, I don't i don't know how how you could think that you're that someone is able to judge you by a split second interaction you know what i mean like that woman saying good morning to me and me saying good morning to her how could how could we possibly have each other all figured out in that moment? Why why should I be afraid that she's judged me? And why should she be afraid that I have judged her in that situation? That's no fucking time to sum up anyone. It takes me fucking longer than that to sum up a fucking takeaway. You can't I, like it takes me that like I, I can't look at a fucking meal, and sum it up within that amount of time, and say like fucking 
I bet you that tastes like this. You have to look, look at it and then like cons process it in your head and, and consider all the ingredients, consider, consider how it was made and blah blah blah. You have to get all this extra information before you can really judge it. And you even have to taste it. You can't sum up a person based on one two second interaction with them. So why are we so afraid of that? It's it's like it's, it's like a like people just don't want to take a risk that isn't even a risk, and that's the problem. We like we've gotten to a point with technology and stuff where if someone says hello to you randomly, it's considered weird. They and then and then it's like oh my god, what a fucking weirdo! So like, how are they a weirdo for saying good morning? Well, just because you've not fucking been out for a fucking pint with them. Just because you've no fucking danced the night away in a fucking nightclub with them. They're not allowed to say fucking hello to you. Where the fuck did that come into anything? I swear to God. You fucking... I, like, I, I, I go into work and everything sometimes, or even just anywhere. Like, I go into a shop or something. And nine times out of ten, when I if I if I was to say hello to someone, or good morning, or good evening, or whatever the fucking or even just comment on something. Say I see somebody in a supermarket and they pick up a tin of something and they go, "Fucking hell!" Like at the price, because it's like and 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 I say if if I was to say to them like I know it's fucking. Things are getting ridiculous with the prices, aren't they? Rather than engage with me and sort of have a conversation about it, nine times out of ten, people look at you like you've just fucking shat on their cat's head. Right in front of them. And then pumped its face or something. It's like, it's a look of fucking like, oh my god, what, like, why would you fucking speak to me? That's the fucking stage it's got to. I go to work sometimes and people that I work with every single day of the week, well, apart from weekends when I'm off, every single working day of the week is the same people in the same building and even some of them, if I say good morning to them, they give me a weird fucking look. As as if it's like fucking unheard of. Why 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 are you talking to me? Why why are you telling me good morning? I'll decide if it's a fucking good morning, not you. So shut your fucking puss. That's the that's the way they they that's the kind of look they give you and the kind of like vibe you get off them. It's fuck like that's what's fucking strange. And I, I don't really know, like, what's caused it. I don't know if, like I say, if it's the advancement of technology and it's just easier and, le and there's less risk involved in sort of, like, liking things and commenting on things and sending a message behind the safety of, like, a screen or whatever. Or, if it's 
that people are just a lot more cautious when out in public because of I don't know all the, all the stuff on the news about like like you seem to see more stories about people getting attacked or murdered or raped, assaulted, all this kind of stuff. Um, and then there's all these like little things of like oh you can't say this you can't say that don't say this to someone or because it means this and I don't know if like there's there's so many limitations and so many restrictions. And so much red tape to navigate that it's that people think it's just not worth the hassle anymore. I, I don't know what the cause is, but like I find it really fucking sad to be honest that um it seems it seems like human contact now is is kind of taken for granted and treated really flippantly. Like even if you look at like like dating apps and stuff like that, the dating community. People would rather use apps and swipe through photos and th- and they think they could fucking sum people up by looking at a couple of photos and a shitty little bio that people try way too hard on. They spend way too much time trying to get the perfect words and the perfect content in their bio to try and attract people. And, and even with the photos, the filters, the fucking... How selective they are, the angles, and this, that, and the next thing. They, nobody's real. They, they want, they, they try to get people to be attracted to this fake, idealistic version of themselves. And it's almost as if to lure them in in some kind of trap. And then, and before they could reveal their true self. Everything's very cagey now. People are are scared to like reveal their true colours and expose themselves um, out of fear of of judgment. And all of a sudden, like, even if they are being judged, is like, why do you automatically think you're being judged negatively? That you're going to get criticised. People aren't going to like you. People are going to think you're a fucking weirdo and... Oh my god. You like fucking Dragon Ball Z. Admittedly, I think Dragon Ball Z is a bit fucking weird as well. But if you're into it, you're into it. I've got absolutely no problem with it. I'm not a massive fan. But there's things that I'm a fan of that other people might be shocked by. Everybody's different. Everybody's got their own quirks and little unique things and everything like that. But that's what makes them cool. That's what makes people people. That's what makes people interesting. All those little things that like you think are little flaws and and things that are going to put pe- and off, like off putting things, things that you think are like that that you think other people think are red flags, aren't red flags. That's what makes you, you. It's all those little things that you're interested in. Your uniqueness is what makes you, you. Don't try to be like everybody else. Oh, this is what people like. Like, no, not everybody fucking likes that. Like, every bloke thinks that fucking women, all all women like are the fucking Geordie Shore pricks. 
with that fucking same like haircut with that weird fucking line down the fucking side. Stubble. A fucking mental fucking jawline and a six pack with that fucking V thing above the fucking pelvis or whatever side your belly button that like they think that's all fucking females want. But no, they, they, they want a fucking personality. People, like, your personality is what's attractive. Yeah, okay, the, yeah, there's image in it. Image does play a part, I'm not going to deny that. But it's not all about that, that's just, like, the, the introduction, that's just the... It's like when you go into a flat, say when you're looking for a house or something like that, and you see the outside of the house. You don't buy a house by how it looks on the outside. You go into the house, you see that everything works properly and that it's decorated to a, a particular standard and everything works properly. And then you decide to fucking buy it. You don't buy it just because it's got a bonny fucking red door. Do you know what I mean? And I think somewhere down the line we've lost sight of that. And... I'm like I may be talking absolute fucking nonsense here. Well, let's face it, I normally do. But if if you're going to take anything from what I'm saying is, don't take other people for granted. Don't think that just because you've liked a couple of their photos or um you've message you message them fucking once a month um and you commented on a couple other Facebook posts or whatever that they're gonna stick around and that they're gonna feel appreciated because no matter how advanced technology gets um and no matter how much shit goes on in the world at the end of the day we're social animals we need social interaction. I don't give a shit how much you enjoy your own company and how much of a misanthrope you are, if I'm pronouncing that right, because like, I, I feel like I've got a lot of misanthropy. There's a lot of stuff about human nature that pisses me the fuck off. Um, but at the end of the day, we need other people in our lives we need we need to interact with people properly we need to feel appreciated and make other people feel appreciated like don't take people for granted and think that um you could just take 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 and give nothing back friendship and and relationships are a two-way street it's not for one person to do all the heavy lifting for you to just sit back and and sort of like lift a finger as soon as like it's convenient or when you need something from them that's just using people and if you if you treat people like shit some people will will take more than others some people will tolerate more than others and give you more chances but event everybody's got a limit and if you treat people like shit and don't appreciate them and take them for granted 
eventually they'll piss off and leave you. And you'll have nobody. You'll be all alone in the world and, again, you might think that you enjoy your own company, but until you're alone and there's nobody for you to fall back on and solve and, and help solve the problems that you can't solve yourself in your life because let, let, let's I'm going to be honest with you you are your own priority that's absolutely 100% true and I'm not denying that but you have to like you have to put effort in if you want to keep people by your side they're not just they're not just there for the sake of it it's give and take, like like you, you like you scratch your back, you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. Um, that's how these things work. Um, so do yourself a favor and don't take people for granted, and make sure that you love them as much or as close to as much as they love you. Otherwise, they're going to leave, and you're going to regret it. And if you don't agree with what I'm saying, that's fine. But, fuck you. And God bless that woman that, that just randomly said good morning to me that time, because it honestly puts a smile on my face every morning, knowing that she expects me to be there, and she... And like I, I feel like I'm giving her some some of that as well. Like again, that's the give and take. She says good morning to me, it sets me up for the day, puts me in a good mood. And by the looks of things, like I don't want to assume that apart from the dog, she seems to be kind of on her own and like uh maybe could use a bit of company now and then and maybe that interaction with me in the morning means more to her than I could ever know. Um, so God bless that woman and thanks for reminding me of how important that um, the, those kind of moments are in life. Are you a barely literate simp in dire need of brutally honest life lessons? Good. You might like my blog, Sheepsville. It's full of enlightening wisdom that you need to hear from someone who is not a nice guy. The last thing you need to be told is everything you want to hear because your life is a mess and you've got no fucking friends. So what to do is visit sheepsville.wordpress.com and give your life the kick up the fucking arse that it really needs. Sheepsville. Nothing to do with sheep. Mostly. I'm, I'm recording this. At like. The back of six. On Saturday morning. And. Do you ever, like, get to that point, like, like for those of you who are employed and 
every day you have to get up really early for work. Um, when it comes round to the, like the weekend or whenever it is you're off, do you ever find yourself like no matter what time you go to your bed the night before, you find yourself waking up and having to get out of bed earlier than you, you would think? Like your body clock's set in such a way that it thinks that you should be up even though you've not really got anything to be up for because you're not working and you know in your head that you're not working but there's still that it's like there's still that part of your brain that's that's sort of triggered and is like like oh like better get him up just in case just in case he's made a mistake there or or whatever you know what I mean that's what happens to me now I can go I, I can I can have an early night and go to my bed about nine o'clock ten o'clock or I can be up until one in the morning and I still wake up initially at least around about when my alarm would go off when I'm working And I feel awake, I feel, I don't feel like I need any more sleep. Or anything like that, but then you see, that's the thing. This is, there's like, I feel like there's a myth that goes around. And obviously I'm not saying, like, obviously the science is out there that seven to eight hours sleep or whatever it is, is what the average human being should get in terms of sleep every night if they want to feel like they're at their peak the next day um, if they want to perform to the best of their ability and whatever it is they happen to be doing or whatever but I find as well though that the art of getting up in the morning isn't so much about how much sleep you've had or what time it is it's about not being forced to wake up and just waking up naturally. I feel like you could have 10 hours sleep, but if you're forced to wake up at a certain time by an alarm or whatever, then no matter how much sleep you've had, it's going to be difficult. Because again, it's forced, it's not natural. But if you've had four hours sleep and you wake up naturally, it's a lot easier because you're not being forced. I, I just like that, that sort of thing kind of fascinates me, just how that works. Like, I, you hear all this, like, oh, get your, get your eight hours and all this kind of thing. It's like, but at the end of the day, you, you end up feeling the best when you wake up naturally, regardless of how much sleep you've actually had. And that's how I feel this morning. It's just after half past six on a Saturday morning, I went to my, I, I went to my bed at about one o'clock in the morning. Probably didn't get to sleep till about two, maybe half past two. And I feel fine. 
feel energised. I feel like I've had enough sleep. Because this is just the time that I woke up at. No alarms, no nothing. But yeah, anyway. That's my story of my morning so far. Got my coffee. To keep me more energised even though I'm on decaf because regular coffee was giving me heart fucking palpitations and shit. I literally felt like it was going to burst through my fucking ribcage at some points. And when you live on your own, you don't want to be having heart troubles and shit like that because, let's face it, if something was to happen to me, I'm dead. Be fucking days before somebody realises that I'm unconscious or whatever and by that time I'll be dead and gone I was uh, <laughs> I was walking home yesterday um, after taking my mum out for a coffee and a cake since it's Mother's Day this weekend um, I was walking home from town and Obviously, for all I was talking in the previous, in the first half of this podcast, about interacting with people and how, like, it's important and good for you to treat people with respect and acknowledge people even if you don't know them and all this kind of thing, I think I've found another reason as to why people might not do it as much, because there's certain people in the world that are just not fucking approachable and you wouldn't be caught fucking dead approaching. I was walking through town and there was a a few young guys like who were obviously like out on the town and whatever like that. This bear in mind this was like the middle of the afternoon and I overheard them talking excitedly to one another and they were talking about like where they should go next and this, that and the next thing. And uh, they obviously thought like they were acting like lads. Like, you know, like, oh, we're cool as fuck. Like, we're, we're drinking in the middle of the afternoon and like, we, like we're, we're absolutely, fuck, we're the bee's knees and all that kind of thing. Whatever fucking people say nowadays. <laughs> and, uh, I overhear one of them saying, uh, uh, hey, we should, we should go to the townhouse, the townhouse. My granddad drinks there, eh? Get a couple of fucking Jaeger bombs, eh? And I just couldn't, like, on one hand, I was thinking, fucking shoot me. Because I, I, I just think that like, it was probably, it's, it's, well, it's probably not in my top 10 most embarrassing things that I've ever heard someone say. Because let's face it, the entire top 10 is probably filled with stuff that I've said. But it's no far off. Like, like it's, it's quite an embarrassing thing that I've heard saying. Because, like, who's, like, in what world is that a cool thing to say? 
that you're going to drink in the same place as your granddad drinks in the middle of the afternoon as a young man. Like no, yeah, no, nothing says legend more than bragging about having going to an, an old man's pub where an old man that you know of drinks and that you're related to, and ordering the most bog standard, trendy fucking drink. Of all time. Well done, guys. Like, I like. I know it's trivial. I know. I know. I sound like an absolute fucking moaning bastard. But shit like that just really winds me up. I just don't understand it. Like, I don't understand the thought process in that. Why he thought that, like, going to the place that his granddad drinks would is something to be impressed by. Something that his mates are going to be grateful for. That he did for them. Oh my god, he, he's taking me to the place that his granddad drinks so we can have Jaeger bombs in the middle of the afternoon. What a fucking legend. Best mates for life. I don't, I, just, I don't get it. And Dundee Town Centre is fucking rife with people like that. People like that and junkies. A couple of weeks ago I saw a guy. I was on the bus. On the way home from work. Because that day I felt like a lazy bastard. Um, And I looked out the window... There was this guy with a backpack on, and he was trying to walk forward, but he couldn't, because he was leaning backwards, like like as if he was bending, trying to bend over backwards. But it looked like it, it was it, his bag was far too heavy for him, like it was weighing him down, and he just couldn't walk forward, and he was just trying to keep his balance to stop himself from falling backwards and hitting the back of his head off the fucking curb. And he was like that for a good fucking minute or two. And everybody on the bus was just watching and waiting. Just trying to guess when he's going to fall. And credit to him, he, he, he lasted as long as he could, but eventually he just, he just went fucking arse over tea kettle. And rattled the back of his head off the fucking wall. Which looked painful and like I kind of felt sorry for him. But then again, I don't know if there was something wrong with him. Like he was having some sort of episode or whatever. Or because of the nature of Dundee Town Centre, he was just a guy smacked off his tits. He just had way too much fucking drugs. And drink or and whatever. To the point where he just couldn't fucking stand up. And then a guy comes out of the kebab shop 
uh, nearby because he's seen what's happened and then he goes over to the guy and tries to help him back up struggles to get the guy to his feet and the guy signaled to, signaled to him going like oh, look I'm okay I'm alright I could you, like you can let go now thanks very much and as soon as he lets him go he's back to just trying to keep his balance like and it, it genuinely is like he's got an anvil in his fucking backpack and it's just weighing him down and he just can't keep it up so again he falls backwards but at least he fell into a seated position this time and then the bus moved on and we never know what happened next but it was just one of those things where again you just see it and I, I can't help thinking to myself I fucking hate this town Any other place, like, because you get all the junkies screaming at one another across the town centre. Davy! Davy! You got a prescription there, eh? got it in my fucking pocket, eh? John just like shouting, screaming it across, like there's nobody else around. And they're just like the they just look horrific. It's like the fucking Walking Dead, wandering about the town sometimes. And anywhere else, these people are kind of kept away from the the main sort of the busy public areas. Like, especially the big cities and everything like that that, that get, like, a lot of visitors, like, and a lot of tourism and, and stuff like that. They, they tend to do their best to keep that shit away from the tourists and the tourist spots. Um, so as it, like, it doesn't ruin the image and turn people away. But Dundee City Council just don't seem to give a fuck about that, they do absolutely nothing to keep the junkies and the and the fucking whores and, and all that kind of thing away from like the the epicenter fuck they've they, they've put spent all this money on redeveloping the waterfront they've got the V&A art gallery or whatever the fuck it is. They've got this fucking whale statue made out of fucking poles. It's like they've got fucking a balloon artist who specialises in metal poles to make fucking a whale out of a fucking church, church organ. If that makes any fucking sense whatsoever. And... They're meant to be building a gaming arena and they hold concerts in Slicer Gardens and shit like that. And then right in the middle of it, they plant a fucking social security building. What the fuck? Yeah, spend all this money on a fucking big massive thing that you're going to, that you hope is going to be a tourist trap. 
and then shove a big lump of fucking shit in the middle of it. And attract other fucking maggots and flies. Makes no fucking sense whatsoever. And I fucking hate Dundee Town Centre. I fucking really do. But oh well. Better get cracking on. Busy day today. Finish this coffee and I think it's time for a workout. Got uh, got to get my beach bod for going on holiday. Uh, yeah, that's me. The Surreal Deal Podcast.